A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Music at a rational volume. Thanks for clicking on everybody. This is Kyle at Music at a Rational Volume. As with me as always is Nate. Nate, what I'm are here. we talking about tonight? Tonight, the first one in a long time, we're going to do an album review of the maybe not so aptly titled Things Are Great by the Band of Horses. Kyle's favorite band. Um, I like them. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, it was released earlier in March, on March 4th to be specific. Uh, I was going to come out, out in January, uh, but Kyle would like to uh, throw a special damn you to Adele for ruining that plan. Well, Adele and somebody else, they're putting out these big records and they have, you know, I don't know, 10 million albums printed and so... Some of these other albums, including the album we'll talk about in a couple weeks, get bumped back. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to compete with Adele, for sure. And don't get me started on variants and all that. Like, Paul <laughs> McCartney's record had 17 variants. I'm not kidding. Uh, Those all have to be printed somewhere. they got to be pressed, and then they got to change them. And so all that stuff pushes some of these smaller records. Yeah, that's kind of disgusting. Just, yeah. just put one out. Like, I, I don't need... Eight different versions or 17 different versions right uh this was a uh covid baby uh actually produced pre-covid uh the singles that were released or have been released uh your crutch which i'll be honest we haven't got the songs yet i don't really understand that one but you know we'll get it didn't really ask my opinion so uh in like it's wow in need of repair and lights it's their first album in six years, and only their second album in the last ten years. So, bit of a bit of a wait for the fans. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's been like I said, six years. You said, and then, so yeah. they've only had two records in the last ten, and neither one was fantastic. Yeah, I think the last one might have even been better than this one, but. It's been a long time on this one, and they, they made a, the whole record, apparently, scrapped the whole thing, and started over. Ben Bridwell you didn't would, like You would hope that kind of process would be better, or would end up being better than... Because if, they, if, they, if what they had was not as good as this, right. that must have been terrible. Well, who's to say, though? You know, as good. Depends on, you know, it's Ben's band, so if he didn't like it, or he wasn't hearing it right, or... You know, I lived with it too long. Some of the songs got stale, whatever, but yeah. I decided, no, nah, we're going to do it again with a different producer. So I don't even know if these songs were on the original record or not. He was kind of indicating that maybe they weren't. I don't know. Interesting. But it's a short um, record, too. Yeah, it's not very long. I mean, that's kind of the, one of the things I liked the most about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, I put it on the other day. Just trying to give it another shot. And uh, I actually enjoyed listening to it, mostly because I was doing other things and I wasn't like in active critique mode. Um, but it it was over and I'm like, oh, that was nice. Like it didn't drag on, you know, because it's the worst thing about an album that's maybe eight or ten songs too long. And you're like, oh, geez, what's going to end? 
No, I mean, I've always said it's got to be 8 to 12 songs, but 12 even seems long if it's a bad record. Yes. So, so what did you think your first listen on this one, then? I didn't like it. I mean, I should say, the first song, Warning Signs, I really actually enjoy quite a lot. I think it's my favorite song on the record. And so, like, what when I spun it for the first time, I was thinking, wow, this is really good. You know, and had all this hope and promise, and then the next song came on, and wah wah, <laughs> just yeah, warning signs. I think is fine. You know, I saw an interview with Ben Bridwell where he wasn't looking at the camera, by the way, for some reason, and he was talking about he was dropping LSD with the producer, and that's how they got into all this. Stuff. I'm like, what? I'm like, are you on LSD now? He, seriously, everything was to the side, and he was playing with his dog. I'm like, what are you doing? But it was weird, but he was talking about making this record, and, of course, the interviewer was, oh, it's the best thing you've done since Infinite Arms. I'm like, no, it's not. But, yeah, Warning Signs I thought was okay. Crutch? Yeah. Got a crutch on you? I mean, if you're not Paul Westerberg, you can't say that. <laughs> just Even if you are, you shouldn't. Right, because even with when Paul Westbrook says it, I'm like, well, you, as far as I know, kind of originated that sort of phrasing, but uh, yeah. I don't get what it means. He was saying how personal this record was. I'm like, is it? I, I guess <laughs> I don't understand a lot of it. Yeah, I, I, I think that was the disconnect for me. Because like I said, the second time through where I wasn't li- really listening to the songs, Right. I mean, I was listening, but I wasn't like, you know, v- trying to focus on lyrics or anything. It was better because I, th- I think there's there's n- some disconnect with the music and the lyrics and kind of the theme of it that doesn't really work together. And I think that's my problem is a, you want a song to be cohesive and you want sure. the, the story you're telling to make sense with the music that you're putting together with it. And yeah, maybe it's the LSD, maybe it's something else. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. Be- I mean, I've liked a lot of their music and, and it's hard when like if to not compare it to their older stuff, yeah. which maybe isn't fair, but it's what you do. Yeah, because if you like a band, you like their catalog, and you're going to compare their new stuff. Is it as good as their old stuff? But with this one, um, I mean, it sounds like them. I can say that, so it's not you know a huge departure. But uh, I don't know. Not too many of these songs really grab me. They yeah. certainly sound like Band of Horses, but um, like Tragedy of the Commons. I have no idea what that's about. I just think it's okay. I did yeah, like the, in the, the titles don't make any sense. A lot of their titles don't make sense. For instance, yeah. Ice Night we're having. That's, Why? that's another Paul Westerberg one. I'm like, what does that have to do? I, I don't I don't understand what that means. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's not focus on the ones that sucked. Let's talk about the ones you actually liked. What's your favorite um, song on the record? Lights. 
the third single, Lights, is easily my favorite. Sounds like a classic uh, Band of Horses rocker. Um, I liked it a lot. Again, I don't know necessarily know what this is about. I don't really care. It seems to flow easily. It's singable. It's just it's a good up tempo song, and um, that one's my favorite. I did like in the hard times, which is kind of a bluesy um, breakup song. Uh, yeah, like ben was too. going through a divorce at the time. You know, of course, he blames her. Why wouldn't you? Instead and, of his LSD habit? Yeah, or whatever else habit he's got going on. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I think uh, in the hard times is, is a sneaky good one. Like, Yeah. I think it's easy to overlook because it's kind of a different vibe for them. But it, I think it definitely right. sounds like them. Yeah. But it is, uh, it is uh, sneaky strong. I really like that one a lot. Even the last one, Koalinga, where he's complaining about being in this town, Koalinga, California, which is kind of somewhere in the San Joaquin Valley. And he kind of rips the town a new one, but I'm like, ah, it's a pretty good song. He, he does it in such a tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Like, the song feels happier than the than the lyrics are, which I find right. which I find very entertaining. Yeah. You know, I... I definitely felt like they were trying to make a point with that song <laughs> Up, above and beyond the, this is a terrible place. I don't know what he would have been doing there. It almost sounds like the band went there at one time and had a bad experience. Did they play I, at the prison? Well, people think, you know, Southern California is all, you know, fruits and nuts and flowers and everything is, you know, real left wing. Not all of it. Nope. There are some places like this that, you know, two of the biggest uh, things they have going there is a state mental hospital that houses sexually violent predators. And, you know, they have a little community college and oil fields and a large cannabis industry. Well, it's going to attract a certain type of worker. <laughs> and some of them are kind of hard. Yeah, I can imagine. So that's going to inform the type of town you're going to have. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of an upbeat, fun song that ends the record, which I thought it's was kind cool. of clever, too, which I liked. Yeah. I think things are great here in Coalinga. That's where he got the things are great title. Yeah. And he was are saying they, when I, I read they? that review about him, because things weren't going great, he was going through divorce and whatnot. And he had fired two of the guys a couple of years ago from two of the better records. And we not went out of his way to say they were fired. They didn't quit. Like, okay, it's your band. We get it. But so he was saying the title's kind of a piss take, but like, fair enough. Yeah. Whatever gets you through the night, I guess. Overall, I mean, I've listened to this thing 15 times or something like that in the car and at home. In different places. You're much more generous about it than I am. I I probably listened to... Maybe the whole thing three times. It, it just doesn't appeal to me. It largely like there. There's a few of these songs I'll hang on to, but most of it, I got other stuff to listen to. Well, exactly. I was so, certainly hoping it would be better, and I can't really put my finger on why. That's fine. Yeah. 
the guy who was doing the interview, oh, this is your best thing. If it's really your favorite record <laughs> since Infinite Arms, God bless you. I yeah. hope it is. That's great. For me, it wasn't. And again, it's it's if this was a new band and I just heard this, I'd be like, it's all right. Probably yeah. not going to buy anything else they do. But, you know, I'm already hooked in. I'll, I'll keep buying their records. But um, this is not what I'm going to reach for that often. Yeah. Like you said, there's a lot of new stuff out right now that I'm trying to catch up on stuff. And so. Yeah, no, it, it's fine. I think that's. If you were to put our review in a nutshell, it's the uh, it's fine nutshell. You know, it's it's really not, it. it's not yeah. a bad record. You know, um, so I can certainly um, put it on and listen to it. That's fine, and it wasn't that hard to get through or anything like that. Like the last Jayhawks record, I can't even play that first three songs and after that i'm like it's gotta go this wasn't like that but yeah i think you're right it's it's not painful no i guess you're like you're asking to you know sit through something crazy it's fine and, and i try not to go through reviews but i did see a couple one i really liked uh, a guy named justin cober lake of something called pop matters i don't know if that's a online thing or not don't care but he says it's a thing he does in his basement Probably. He says, Ben Bridwell has a very clear vision for his band and presents it well, but it feels too much like they're standing in place. Could not have said it better myself. Yep. So that no, is exactly right. it. If this would have been a record of outtakes from, you know, why are you okay? I'm like, okay, I can see why they didn't make the record. But in the last 10 years, the two records they made are two of my least favorite ones. And this is my least favorite since their first album. Oh, yeah. It's like, you only had 10 songs in six years. We're like, what are you doing with your time? <laughs> like, like the guys that he kicked out of the band, they kind of contributed with songwriting. Actually, they, yeah. they got to sing a song or, or two on them, and now it's just him. Um, it, it's okay. Yeah. I just was it's very disappointed. I see uh, James Mattingly. He's off to write the big hit single Alone of My Principles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, That's a, that thing you do reference for all you, uh, you know, people who weren't alive in the 90s to see that movie. Well, first of all, you guys should know that because that movie's awesome. But <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Things are, things are great. Is, uh, is the name of it, and I guess that's all I got to say. I, I don't know that you can really, unless I guess unless you're the dude interviewing him and you've got to suck up to him. But I don't know how you can listen to this record and go that that was the best thing I've ever heard because it doesn't make sense. And it, but it's fine. Like I've said, yeah, it's so. it's not their best work, but sadly, this might be on there on our best of year-end best of list i hope not looking at the there's not a lot of good stuff that's come out this year so but hopefully the the second half picks up yeah well the uh, the good news is that there was an album that we'll talk about in a couple weeks by the sea girls which uh i think we have a much different opinion on so that'll be fun to talk about 
I absolutely loved it. Spoiler. So anyway, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. All right. So. Well, until next time, kids, uh, have a good week and we'll uh, talk at you next time. We'll see you.